Welcome to another episode of Vacation Rental Insiders Podcast. It's time to learn from Ryan and Lucas how to become a short-term rental property host and start a successful vacation rental business. Get ready to learn and be the best host you can be. And now your hosts, Ryan and Lucas. Hey, this is Ryan. And this is Lucas. Hey, we're back again, another episode uh, today we are going to discuss some uh, topics that were brought to our attention by one of our great listeners who has reached out to us on Instagram. As you guys know, you can reach us on Instagram. What's that handle again, Lucas? It's at Vacation Rental Insiders. Perfect. Um, hit us up there if you've got a question for us. You want us to do a, a specific show topic. We love getting the feedback from you guys. It has been very entertaining ever, ever since we set that Instagram up. We get some messages. We get some uh, feedback Absolutely. from you guys. Yeah. That makes it uh, a lot more fun for us when we know that you're out there and we know that you have some ideas for us. So uh, we've got a great listener from California that hit us up and brought up some really good uh, questions related to, well, lots of things actually, but uh, specifically in this episode we're going to talk about uh, linens. Um, She had some wonderful questions about the amount uh, of sets of linens we keep, how many extras, um, things in terms of uh, drapes and things of that nature. Um, what was the first question, Lucas? Uh, I believe she'd asked, um, you know, how often you wash the comforter, what types of comforter should we should she get? Um, and I know we visited that in a previous episode briefly, um, but, you know, we're going to cover the colors of the linens that sure. we think you should get, the types of comforters, uh, how often you should be, you know, washing those comforters as well as, you know, anything down sure. that line. Well, let's talk about that right off the bat. Comforters, um, if, you, if you go to a hotel... Um, it's, it's common knowledge that when you stay in a hotel that if there is a comforter on the bed, there's a very high likelihood that that comforter itself is not washed every time the room is turned over, right? I mean, that's just known in the industry. Um, a lot of people sh- show up at a hotel and they immediately throw it off the bed. They don't want that because they, they know it's not been cleaned every time. But the way, uh, the way hotels think is the sheets need to be changed every time, Okay. I don't want to give a hard answer on this about what you should do as an Airbnb host and what you should do um, as far as your own cleaning standards. Um, I think that's kind of a personal thing, but I'll throw in a little caveat to that statement. Uh, When it comes to COVID cleaning standards, you almost have to in some way, shape, or form treat that comforter every time and somehow. So what do I mean by that? Okay, so if you're not going to explicitly remove the comforter and send it to the laundry in between every guest, you have to spray some kind of antibacterial over it every time. Yeah. And I mean, it kind of sums down to, to this, uh, with, with that given topic is I have colleagues in the property management space all over the spectrum on this. Some are, uh, washing that comforter every few stays. Some are washing that comforter every single stay. Some are, carrying an extra comforter and pulling the dirty comforter off of the bed and then putting the you know fresh one on and bringing the clean one back later on during the next cleaning. And some people, when they don't wash it uh, right after, they spray it down with like Lysol and, and things of that nature or a disinfectant. Right. Um, but I would agree with Ryan there that during COVID, uh, no matter which option you choose, um, I can totally understand, you know, from the hotel standpoint or from a, a big Airbnb standpoint that washing the comforter, especially if you only have one washer and dryer or a couple, that that may be time consuming and may pose a difficult task of getting that next guest in on a, 
you know, time frame. Like for example, yeah. you know, some of the properties uh, that I'm familiar with, you know, they have three bedroom, three bathroom, you know, 12 towels to get through, 16 towels to get through, plus beach towels, plus linens for each bed, plus blankets. You know, that starts to pose a time constraint issue on the getting the comforter wash situation. Well, on that topic, you 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 actually hit on it there. I was just going to say this anyway. If, if we haven't emphasized this in the past, um, there are a couple of things you'll note that we have kind of said pretty bluntly. These are the big deals. Uh, these are the big items to be in this business. Um, we talk about how important it is to have a good cleaning company, uh, a good cleaning person for your Airbnb. Whether that's you or a hired company, cleaning is one of the A number one things. Well, linens is, is a close second. Okay, The ability to have clean linens, have them stocked, have them turned over um, is is really high on the list. So this can make and make or break you. Now, one of the other questions that our listener posed to us in relation to this topic was how many extra sets. Now, I wasn't certain if the question was about extra sets on site for the guests to use or if they meant extra sets for in between turnovers. So I'm going to address both, if that's okay. Um, on site, if I have, uh, for instance, my average listing, by the way, guys, is a, is basic two bedroom listings with, with a bathroom. They're all kind of buildings that are, um, you know, former rentals in my portfolio that, um, are in like multi-unit housing, like triplexes, duplexes, things of that nature. Right. So, um, that's what most of my offsite listings are. So anyway, my point is, um, if you have two bedrooms, you're assuming you're going to, you're going to sleep about four people typically. Right. Um, we always have one set of a full set of sheets for uh, remaking one bed. So one fitted sheet, one top sheet. And then we have extra blankets that aren't necessarily comforters. They're just blankets. Um, you never know uh, what's going to go on with people. That You could have four people stay at your Airbnb if it listed for four people. And that's in, that's in two queen beds, right? What if uh, one of the couples um, isn't a couple? <laughs> And so, you know, one of the one of the individuals stays on the couch, for instance. So those extra blankets and maybe an extra, and we also throw an extra pillow or two in the closet as well. And I, I this is a little bit above and beyond, but those pillows are the extra pillows are a different density than the pillows that are on the bed. So on the beds, we always provide like a soft and a firm. Well, the ones in the closets are actually right in between, and we do that on purpose. Um, that way, if somebody you know doesn't like those pillows, they're welcome to try the extras. You know what I mean? Um, sort of a little buffet of pillows. Um, so that's, that's as far as extras is concerned, extra set of sheets, extra blankets, extra pillows. And then um, we always put out in each room, we assume there's two guests per room. So we put in the, the towel and then we do a, a, a toiletry set with the toothbrush, soap, et cetera. And we all set them together uh, with a wash rag. Um, but in the linen closet with that extra blanket set, we have extra towels. So I think we run, yeah, we, we double them basically. So if, if four is set one and it's out in the closets is a whole nother set of four of everything, including hand towels and kitchen towels and the whole thing. So we duplicate them there. Um, the other way you could ask me, be asking me about extra sets would be how many sets do you, and then I guess you would call this what inventory, right? Like how many do you have in inventory, uh, in terms of extra sets? Well, I have to run my Airbnbs um, and the, the laundry portion of my Airbnbs and the linen portion of my Airbnbs very much like a whole separate operation. 
So this may sound kind of laughable, but let's say, so I've got this one uh, section of my Airbnbs that are real close together. So those three houses, those three listings, for instance, it's just three buildings. Um, they each have two bedrooms. So I have six beds and each of the listings holds four people. This is just an example of a segment of my portfolio. Um, we took uh, one of the houses and kind of made it the home base for the cleaning operation and the turnover operation. Um, no exaggeration, we have somewhere in the neighborhood of 150 towels. And we have uh, right around um, 40 sheet sets for the beds. And we have another, um, I think we're, we're right around 24 comforters. Um, the reason for that much linens and in inventory um, is because the way we operate it, the cleaning crew is not responsible for laundry. Okay, so the cleaning crew comes in, they take clean laundry from clean inventory, they go to the property that needs cleaning, they bring the dirty soiled laundry back to the home base area, and then they deposit it in these large receptacles. Once a week, somebody with an entirely separate job of the cleaning crew, they come in, and I've hired this person entirely separate of all other operations. It's one person's one job is to come in, take all the laundry once a week, go down the road to the laundromat, put in anywhere from 50 to $75 in quarters every week and do the laundry. Now, some weeks are less, but that's right about where you're going to be with that kind of quantity. And then they bring them back. They bring them back folded and they bring all the sheet sets back in one in units and then they stock the laundry uh, inventory again. Now that that's during the busy season that it's going to be once a week. If we get into the slower season, you know, winterish, uh, it can be as little as uh, every other week she comes around to to do the laundry. Um, but that's that's a realistic number for extra sets in inventory. So if you're running one unit, okay, and you you know like like Lucas, you're you're a seven day minimum on yours. Yeah. Right. So at seven day minimum. And instead of mine, I, I'm two day minimum. All right, folks, those are those are two night minimum uh, properties I'm talking about with that example. At seven night minimums, uh, what do you think you need to keep around to get the turnover on your laundry? Uh, we don't keep it around like like you do. Ours is entirely different because most of my units come with a washer and a dryer. Um, so they are given one sheet set. That's it. There might be a spare in some of the closets depending on the owners, but it's not standard throughout all the units. Um, preferably we don't want that because they will get used and they won't get washed um, until my cleaners come in and then have nine loads of laundry to do, 10, 15 loads of laundry to do in about a six hour time period. But the issue is I've hired that cleaner to get to two or three units that day. So they, they physically can't spend longer than two or three hours on a unit. Um, so that, that's, that's the dilemma we face. We also, we only put in one towel uh, per uh, per person that's per staying person. so or however many we can sleep if the unit can sleep eight there's eight towels there and there's eight beach towels okay but if there's only six people staying then they'll obviously have a surplus of towels but we're not going to give them two because the so you guests... just always no matter how many people are staying you're doing eight towels yes regardless. eight towels is it okay uh, eight towels eight beach towels they can go wash them we provide a few laundry pods for them if they yeah. want but we also ask them in our checkout list to help us out with some of that laundry you know it's a good courtesy for them to do because the previous guest to them 
did the laundry, which allowed them to get in. What's your success time. rate on that with people that um, check out I'd and follow say that request? Maybe like 70%. Maybe okay. 70% of people are able to do a load. I ask them to, hey, can you put this in the dryer before you leave? You don't right. have to fold them for us. Just right. get them into the dryer before the cleaner gets there. Um, for comforters, make sure you're using quilts. Uh, the quilts go a long ways. No fluffy comforters. They'll get beat up in the dryer, beat up in the washer. They'll start bunching up. Uh, go after the thin quilt style comforters. More like um, a blanket almost. Yep, more like a blanket. If, if you're in a colder climate like I am in Minneapolis, um, there's nothing wrong with doubling up the blankets. Uh, yep. I do that very common where I'll instruct the crew to, you know, when the seasons switch, which is right about when I pull the AC units out of the window so we know when it happens, <laughs> it's two blanket time. And I, I just tell them, double them up. It's all good. Yeah, so for us, we got the, obviously it's Florida, but uh, we do put a blanket in the closets for anybody who, who does get colder at mm-hmm. night. And uh, But otherwise, it's quilt-style comforters all the way. But uh, we're there with the gray and blue linens, all dark colors on the sheets. Yeah. Uh, we do stock double sheets in case one, two sheet sets per bed. Mm-hmm. Um, so if we have a king, that's two kings. We have a queen, that's two queens. That's because if my cleaners get there and one of the sets is damaged... Uh, we can't be scrambling to find one. You, go so you guys right. are running a double inventory, in other words. Yep, we that's got an it. inventory. Yep, but the okay. guest doesn't have access to that double inventory. Right, Just right, the right. inventory that's in, right. in the unit. But that's how we run yeah. things, and um, it's worked pretty well for us so far. Yeah, okay. Good, good, good. Um, so real quick, let's talk about um, the... Uh, I think they brought up window treatments as well. They talked about drapes a little bit. Yes. Um, so let's cover that too. Um, and it, I guess we, we really haven't ever talked about drapes before, I don't believe. Um so right off the bat, I'll just tell everyone, if you don't know this already, if you're new to the rental business, in addition to being new to the Airbnb business, you may not know this, but it is a generally rental um, code for your rental license to have um, privacy in, in certain rooms of the house. So you are required to have a rental license. You're required to have blinds on, say, the bedrooms and I believe the living rooms as well. Um, we have them on all our windows. It's just just have them. I mean, just just put a blind on all the windows. That's number one. I make sure they're it's a good solid blind that that isn't going to uh, allow any uh, um, you know visibility through them. Um, now, is when it comes to window treatments, I'm a little bit torn on this. I co-hosted a property that was very very uh, heavy on um, all of the, the the I don't want to call it clutter, but it had all the stuff that you would have in a house if you lived there. Every little nook and cranny was filled with little knickknacks and. Anyhow, the the drapes were really nice. It was a very um, very well uh, well done window treatment on these very large windows in the living room. But it didn't take long. Some kids grabbed it, uh, grabbed the drapes, and and ripped them right out of the wall. <laughs> so I mean, it, it's I'm a little bit torn on this one. I I don't I don't personally go over the top with the window treatments in any of my properties. Uh, my own at my own house where you know I, I rent a few rooms here and there. Um, I have some lightweight window treatments in the living room area um, and some of the bedrooms have them but that's not that's not an area that's going to have you know like like children traffic you know what I mean um, I would just be very cautious what you do with drapes keep it to a minimal and make sure you've installed them properly so like in other words I don't want to get too much into the construction side of things being a general contractor if you guys recall I I know the framing structure around a window it's a common mistake when folks put the bracket in uh, around the window that they miss a two by four, which is is right there. You can you can map it out if you know how framing works. You can you can literally Google framing basics and look at how a window is going to be framed into a house and know where there's going to be a two by four to put your bracket. If you miss that and you have to use an anchor, 
for drywall, somebody's going to yank it off the wall eventually. They're going to open the drape repeatedly and it's going to work its way right out of the wall over the course of time. It's just a fact. I've seen it a hundred times. You're going to be in there with mud, filling up the, the hole that's been ripped out of the wall and you're going to be drilling a hole properly or using a different spot of drywall to put a new anchor in. That's just, you don't want to deal with that. Put it in right, number one. Um, but number two, keep like I said, keep the drapes minimal at best. Yeah. Um, and I, I think have... the question of color came up again on the drapes. So I'd say keep them dark. Yeah, keep them dark. Definitely don't go white. Don't go white with probably anything in your rental yeah. uh, would be Ryan and I's uh, go-to saying. Yeah. But uh, I have the luxury of having multiple... Um, units obviously and pretty much every single one has different some of them have the curtains that slide on a you know the bar yep. um, some of them are the slats on the tracks you know those are terrible don't put those in your unit you talk about the ones with the, the yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, with, with the, the pull rope and your, your yeah, yeah. correct yeah. people just pull them off yeah uh, so as those soon always as, break yeah. every hotel i've been to like, yeah. as soon as it's <laughs> jammed and yeah. as soon as i can get those off i get them off but i've had really good success with um Curtains, although as long as they are, you know, screwed into a stud, they don't get pulled out of the wall. But the second you put that in drywall and a kid comes around, they will pull it out of the wall eventually. <laughs> Every time. Every time. But what I have great success with success with is uh, vertiglides. Vertiglides. Yeah, vertiglides. They're that. You're not thing. talking vertical blinds. Not vertical blinds, but they're from okay. Hunter Douglas. I know okay. Hunter Douglas makes them. That's one okay. where we order from. Shout out to Hunter Douglas. <laughs> They're listening. Pay us. <laughs> Pay us. <laughs> but uh, a lot of my units have it. It's like a built-in blind, right? So it's like a thick blind, yeah. but it slides on a track all the way. So you're okay, not so playing it, so with it's anything. similar to a vertical blind, but it's a unibody structure. Yes. Okay, got yep, it. Yep. So, it, so in it, other words, it's like a horizontal blind, right? Uh, yeah. Like a mini blind. They make them But too, with that right? webbing between it. Correct. Got it. That's yeah, and awesome. And they make them to pull down like this, and then they magnetically stick So if our, if our listeners Googled or looked up the term, it's VertaGlide. Yeah, VertaGlide. VertaGlide. Yeah, okay. I think it's trademarked by Hunter Douglas. Um, but uh, they've worked really well on the units that we have them in. Um, I have some owners that have put in the mechanical blinds on the remote. Huh? Uh, those are fine until Bushy. you get, uh, yeah. <laughs> those are fine until you get some kid who likes to play with the remote and burns out a two two thousand dollar blind. Yeah, don't motor. get me started on remotes and the difficulties people have finding. <laughs> By the way, if if you're a, if you are a current host and you've gotten down the road with this at all, and you've got a Roku TV, for instance. Just for the fun of it, drop us a note on Instagram and tell us how many times people ask you where the volume button is on that darn remote. My goodness. If I had, <laughs> had to add it to the house instructions, <laughs> yeah. the volume button's on the side, people. Somebody, somebody just asked me last week, where? how do you turn the volume up? I'm like, it's on the side of the remote. I sent her a picture. <laughs> she couldn't find it. <laughs> it's laughable. Oh, my gosh. It's one of those filtering things. Like, if someone asked that, they probably, you know, fill in the blank. I'm not going yeah. <laughs> to get into that too much. <laughs> a little filter. Anyway, all right. Um, but, hey, guys, keep the questions coming. Hit us up on Instagram. Um, you know, we, we, we love hearing this stuff. So we, we'd love to do more episodes with your actual questions in here. Um, so, yeah, definitely hit us up on Instagram at uh, Vacation Rental Insiders, and we'd be more than happy to... to have an episode custom made for you, just like Absolutely. we did today. Yep. So thanks again, everybody. Uh, you know what to do. Subscribe and like the podcast, all that good stuff. In the meantime, be the best host you can be and uh, go get that money. Get that money. Thanks for listening to the Vacation Rental Insiders podcast. Please remember to rate us so other smart people just like you can find us. 
and hit that subscribe button so you never miss an episode. Until next time, be the best host you can be.